Is solicitation such a bad thing? By this question, I'm not referring to ladies of the night, and neither am I referring to lawyers who are referred to as solicitors. Um, the question has to deal with modern sales theory about how you can generate sales for your business, for your organization, and for those of us who are wedding professionals, how we can get more brides and how we can get more grooms. Now, there is... Um, there are two ways primarily by which you can generate sales, and those are outbound sales methods and inbound sales methods. Outbound sales methods are those traditional methods that we've either done or heard about before, especially those methods that involve you actually walking up to a bride and groom or trying to chase them down. And... Uh, that includes bridal fairs or when you call up um, for referrals or you do loads of networkings, um, things like that. Basically, outbound methods are when you stand up every day, leave your house or pick up your phone, make the phone call and basically try to chase people down. You try to secure business for yourself rather than waiting for business to come to you. Now, this is supposedly a very difficult way to drum up business because it involves a lot of time and it's labor intensive. Like I said, you will have to get out of the house or get out of your office and do a little bit of legwork or you'll have to pick up the phone and see how you can drum up some, um, some business. Now, it requires good in-person skills and it also requires good interpersonal skills. For those of you who've been listening to the podcast from the get-go, realize that um, that's basically the bread and butter of what we talk about on the um, podcast. Basically, it, this requires you to have a lot of, no, not a lot, requires you to have um, quite a bit of social savvy. That's if you're going to use outbound methods to generate sales. Now, on the other end of the the aisle, there's, an uh, I would say, a more popular way nowadays for generating sales and that is inbound sales generation now inbound sales generation is all about casting a wide net casting a net as wide as you can broadcasting your message sending it out to the whole world and then basically letting people fall in love with it and then flood in and try and throw business your way so that's the idea behind social media uh, public relations online advertising uh, let's see what else I've seen some wedding professionals in Abuja get um, um, news press, uh, sorry, press coverage. That's in um, newspapers. And I've even seen, I think it was um, V's events. They got some coverage on channels, um, television in the thick of the COVID period when they organized um, a virtual wedding. I was really curious about that and uh, tuned in. But then it turned out that it wasn't an actual couple but it was something that was um, staged just to show that it's something that is indeed viable. And I thought that that was a nice PR stunt because it got them national coverage. So those are the two ideas, basically. Outbound sales generation, you leave your house, pick up the phone, chase down business. And then inbound sales generation, it's okay, stay at home, stay in the office, and see how you can get people to come to you. And remember... I said that outbound sales generation requires good interpersonal skills. It requires quite a bit of social savvy. Now, is there a relationship between the two? Do both of them meet at any point? A lot of people that you will speak to about this subject will 
put these ideas in opposition to each other. So they want you to either do outbound sales generation or do inbound sales generation. But in my own opinion, I like to be agnostic on a number of things. In my own opinion, I think what you need is both. You have to do outbound and you also should be doing inbound. And then given the particulars of your personality or your niche or your environment you know that would determine which um which flow of business is going to um turn out to be a much more profitable one for you but either way i think it's something that you have to do you have to do both so let's look at our brothers and sisters in other industries so um construction workers uh Real estate people who handle um, uh, large construction projects. They don't just sit down in the office and wait for inbound leads. So they do their, uh, they do their uh, inbound thing. So they have Instagram, they do PR, they make sure they're on social media, that they are written about in this day business page and business, uh, what's it called? This is business day newspaper and all that. But then they also do their outbound as well. They go to sites they do a bit of canvassing yeah, they look for people to talk to they don't just sit in the office and that's something that we have to do as well and it doesn't matter how large or how small the organization is you'll find out that traditionally people have a mix of both so you even have the likes of let's say coca-cola doing inbound there's the social media uh, there's the public relations there's the advertising that they do the world cup and all of that but still they also have boots on the ground. They have distributors here and there who are going out and um, looking for more avenues to uh, sell their wares, basically. And that is Coca-Cola. You would assume that Coca-Cola has all, all the money in the world and they have all the market share. And so they don't have to do either outbound or inbound because business will just come to them. But that's not the case. So if Coca-Cola is still hitting the streets and doing both, so they have boots on the ground because they have distributors all over the place and they're also doing inbound, then I think you owe it to yourself to do um, both. Cast a wide net as possible as you can in the early days, doing both of them. And if you're going to have to kill any particular um, means for generating sales, let that be determined by your... Um, well, let's say your analytics, you know, when the figures get back. So if you find out that um, outbound, that's uh, bridal fairs, referrals, networking, and those sorts of things are bringing in, you know, 80% of your business, then maybe it might make sense to just get rid of inbound altogether and focus entirely on outbound. But basically, start off doing both. Now, another reason why I think you should um, do um, both is because, um, remember, I said that outbound requires some personal and some social savvy. And so because of that, you get to pick up a lot of skills that help you when you're closing deals that come in through inbound. Now, people who have uh, been spoiled, should I put it that way? People who've been spoiled from the beginning of having their inbound work don't have the necessary skills for moving people along the funnel when um, people get in touch. So you find that people who have relied on their website or the Instagram from 
the very beginning to drum up business on and who have turned out to be very successful at doing that are not always the most um, personable people to deal with when brides and grooms get in touch with them and i'm sure that you um Mr. and Mrs. Wedding Vendor have also experienced this yourself when you were either getting married and had to reach out for other vendors or maybe you needed to do stuff like, uh, okay, like let's say in my own case, uh, my wife reaching out to other vendors because she has to buy stuff for, um, um, for our kids. And the, um, all I say, the level of attention or lack of attention that we receive sometimes when we go about this is is quite atrocious so you send dms out to people who don't respond on time and people who don't respond uh to phone calls or reply to messages and things like that and these are situations where you the customer is ready and are chasing them to give them money and these things happen because uh, uh, these people who have had to rely on inbound sales generation methods haven't received the quality of training that they would have developed on their own if they had tried outbound um, methods because you can't chase down a bride or a groom at a bridal fair and be rude or dismissive or not attentive so these are some of the um, tips and tricks some of the discipline that you pick up when you actually have to do outbound when you have to chase people up when you have to show up at networking fairs bridal fairs when you have to chase down referrals and uh, things like that so you'll find that the more outbound you do it actually makes you more effective at inbound so if you're really good at doing bridal fairs then handling inbound leads from your instagram dm is going to be is is going to be is going to be easy i mean by orders of magnitude it's going to be relatively easy and so that's something that i'm beginning to experience um right now in the beginning i would only do outbound and i didn't care much for uh, inbound but uh, because of that i've been able to pick up some good habits that make um, inbound methods very very easy for me so some people find um whatsapp messaging with clients really um taxing because um some clients are whatsapp people you can't get them to pick up the phone and some some clients are email people but when you're an outbound person and you've developed a sales process and you've developed um, good outbound etiquette handling some of these things are just a whole lot easier so right now i handle emails like they're a breeze i handle whatsapp conversations like they're a breeze i don't get rattled um objections don't throw me off that's because uh when you're having to deal with objections in in person when you're doing outbound in the beginning anyway it can be quite harsh like i can remember the first time in lagos when someone looked me straight in the eyes and the person the lady just told me oh you want build house abby i mean that really caught me off guard i had never i had heard people say all sorts of things like oh that's expensive or let me have time to think about it but i'd never had anyone at that point um, um look at me directly and basically just insinuate that i'm cranking up my the value i'm putting on my services just because i want to make a killing off of them in particular now i've 
um, I've had a lot of time to deal with those sorts of objections in person. And so it's because of that, that when these things come across, when we're doing inbound, that it's not a problem. So because I've dealt with it in person, if I give a price quote and in the WhatsApp, the person just does, uh, uses, um, uh, let's see, does laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laughing emoji. I know how to proceed because I've had to handle a tougher situation in person where I came across a, um, a price objection. Now, for someone who's lived on inbound um, all, their, all their lives, you get that kind of, um, you get that kind of um, uh, interaction with the client, laughing emoji all through, and they're not quite sure where to proceed. But the thing is, once you've had some experience with outbound, especially since when you're doing outbound, you're typically, you're also running into co-hustlers on your left and on your right who are running into the same challenges as you are. And so you're getting to learn things, not just from your experience, but from their own experience um, as well, versus inbound, which can be a it can be a very insular experience. So you're at home or in your office and it's just you and Instagram and WhatsApp and email. And you don't necessarily have the experience of um, not just live feedback to improve your sales process, but also having um, people uh, with you on the left and on the right who are basically involved in the same hustle. Because when you're at Bite Offers, you have your... Uh, you have your people to the left and to the right and you get to learn from them. You get to see what this person is doing, how this person handles this objection, how this person uh, tries to sell value. And so anyway, you get to learn a lot. So is there, um, which is better? Neither. Do both outbound sales and also do inbound sales as well. Um, what else? There's an interrelationship between the two because the better you get at outbound, the better you're going to get at uh, inbound, especially since you can't be good at outbound. That's the traditional methods of chasing down brides and grooms if you're not a socially savvy um, person. So uh, let's see. Yeah, I think that's it for today. Thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based photographer, Tavishima Ayede. As usual, you can hit me up on email, a-Y-E-D-E dot T-A-V-E-R at gmail.com. And I'm also on Twitter at A-Y-E-D-E T-A-V-E-R. No space, no underscore, no nothing. So thank you very much, guys, for listening. I'll catch you at the next episode.